Lorraine! Oh my god, it's your father. My father? You're supposed to be in Switzerland, you little son of a bitch. My father? Did you get kicked out of another boarding school? No! You have to use that one. That's our opener. Welcome to the Fluent Nerd, a not so serious discussion on all things nerdy. I'm Z. <laughs> I'm Marty McFly. <laughs> I was going to say Biff. This is a show where we discuss our love hate relationship with the most famous and infamous franchises, movies, shows, and games in the world, nerd world. This week we're talking about Back to the Future. Toothhead. <laughs> yes, BTTF2. Yeah, so as most people agree, the best of the Back to the Futures. Yeah, I like three better, but that's just me. Um, you are you are in the minority there. There that's are fine. many people who do not like the third one. What's wrong with being a minority, Neil? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that was cautious. <laughs> For uh, <convenience. laughs> um, yeah, if you haven't seen Back to the Future two, a what's the fuck is what the fuck is wrong with you? And b it's fucking phenomenally fantastic and stupid all at the same time. Really, um, one movie. That's why we're doing these all at the same time. <laughs> no, I disagree. I like the fact that they're three different movies. I really, really do. I like um, seriously watching six hours of this movie nonstop. <laughs> it is odd because uh, they definitely planned this to be a three-parter. Like it's before you know. Actually, they didn't. That's the best part. They oh, really so well in this movie. Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, never mind then. I, I was about to eat shit with what I was about to say. Anyway, yeah. we start this off back off. On October 26th, 1985, the proverbial date of Back to the Future lore, um, we just got left off with Marty as he came back from the past in the 1950s, 1955, and got his parents future. together. Yeah. Huh? He went back to the future. He did come. He, he went back to the future. Went back to 1985, which is in the past, but it was the future of where he was, and that's how time oh, travel works, and now my the, head hurts and I smell panties. He actually went back to the present. <laughs> he never went to the future. He went back to his future. Is present. Sure. Anyway. In this movie, he goes to the future. <laughs> yes. In this one, but he goes back. to the future. He doesn't go back to the future. He goes to the future. He's never been there, so he doesn't go back. In this movie, but he does go back. Doc Emmett goes though. back to the future. Yeah. And the Brown. Right. Doc Brown does. Proceed. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, we have Marty and his girlfriend, uh, Jen, right? Jen? Jennifer? Sure. Yeah, Jen. Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer. Um. He goes, cause so so Doc comes back with the flying with this DeLorean. He's like, Marty, you've got to come with me. Something's got to be done about your kids, Marty. It's your kids, Marty. Bring her too. It concerns her too. Bring her too. It concerns her. And they bring him. And then the plan does not concern her at all. She's no. actually completely useless and creates a lot more problems for them in the future. Um, they bring him to the future. Am I right? Ha ha ha. And Doc was like, I don't know what to do, Marty. She saw it. I just told her to come. You know, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. Because Doc has plans, but he doesn't have plans because he's Doc fucking Brown. Anyway, apparently Marty looks exactly like Marty Jr., his son in the future, in the distant future of 2015. Do you know what the difference is? No. There is one difference between the two of them. We'll tell you later. Okay. But he has different eye color. Is that the one difference? Yeah. 
They made his okay. eyes brown. They made <laughs> thanks, Marty Jr.'s thanks eyes. For, <laughs> thanks for the, the suspense there. See? It's like, I'll tell, the I'll tell you later. I'll tell you now. Joke. Yeah. <laughs> I future jumped. Any... Deal with it. I have a flux capacitor up my ass. <laughs> well, I'm 88 miles an hour, bitch. Let's I didn't know they sold that on Adam and Eve. Anyway. <laughs> Sponsor us, Adam and Eve. Adam and um, Steve. <laughs> um, Doc puts... Um, Puts Jennifer to sleep and throws her in a gutter, essentially. Yeah. Um, puts Doesn't her to sleep with some future, like, with some future technology. Well, apparently he needed the time machine, and Doc Brown doesn't respect people. So, uh, puts I her mean, in the if garbage. He, up, he can always go back in time and fix it. <laughs> puts her in the garbage, and he his plan is to re- is is because apparently Marty Jr. gets convinced to do a job like an illegal job by Griff Biff's grandson. Um, and uh, Marty Marty Jr. goes to Matt jail. Then his great 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 grandson. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, but so Marty Jr. would go in 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 the normal timeline goes to jail. His sister tries to break him out. She goes to jail, and uh, it Just destroys like the McFly Uncle family Joey. for all. What's that? Just like fucking Uncle Joey. Yeah, Jailbird Joey. <laughs> um, I better get used to these bars, kid. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, Doc cooks up this plan to where Marty is going to say no to Griff and change the future somehow. So Unless for the better, because again, up. all of these movies, I really doubt that Marty McFly is the good guy because all he does is profit from the future and time change. All There's he no does is profit. Guy. There's no good guy or bad guy. It just is. Biff is the bad guy. No. From a certain Once, point of view. From a certain point of view, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, well, um, current reality 85 Biff is a bad guy, but like not the worst version of Biff. He's been humbled. No, no, no. I'm talking about rich Biff. Oh, Trump Biff? Can you blame him for not using all that power? Oh, no, 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 no. no. Any normal mortal would. Yeah, but he became an yeah, but the world... He killed Morty's dad and all that. He he He's literally evil. He run, You're trying to tell me that... Future Biff isn't evil. No, I'm saying he's less evil than like Mad Dog Tannen Biff. Sure. <laughs> it's all degrees of evil. I'm going to disagree with you there, but we he have was to keep tempted. Going. He was tempted by future stuff. To so anyway, he's got some culpabilities <laughs> taken away, I think. Griff uh, tries to convince the past real Marty, our Marty. And er, er, so, yeah, Mar- Marty Jr. goes in there because... Doc's plan fucks up because he used more of the sleep juice or whatever it is on Jennifer than he needed to on Marty. Marty still, yeah. <laughs> so Marty's, but real, but our Marty still uh, gets his future son out of the situation. He takes over. He gets the proverbial hoverboard from the little girl. They go on that chase around the square, and Griff ends up flying right into the the clock tower and Court destroying house. it and being arrested and changing future. Him being the one who goes to jail. And Marty's future being fine. Jennifer gets picked up by two future lady cops who look like Vegas strippers. Uh-huh. I would watch and... that porno with all three of them. <laughs> and they bring her home, which causes some weird family stuff. Marty gets fired. Hover in the dildo. Future. But that, that that doesn't ever get settled though. What? It might like Marty getting fired in the future. What do you mean it doesn't get settled? Does that it's timeline un- change? Yeah, he doesn't even work for that corporation anymore. First of all, Needles, the guy who talks him into doing all that dumb shit, yeah. Needles is the one that hits the Rolls Royce, so he's in jail. Or went to jail, so oh, he's on a totally different that's a, track. That, that gets settled at the end of the third movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 
So yeah, that's because uh, I haven't seen it yet in our watch through. So yeah, I haven't rewatched it yet in our watch through. I have seen Back to the Future, all of them. Yeah. Um, but uh, help me with the rest of this plot because I, you know me, I go through every single detail and it doesn't need to. <laughs> well, he's only in that shitty neighborhood because he got in that Rolls Royce wreck, right. which doesn't happen now. Right. Because but he when learns, Marty, when, he so learns he, yeah, not to react to people calling him yellow yeah. in this movie. So but when Marty, but when Marty and Doc are in the future, future Biff realizes what's going on takes the sports almanac that Marty stole because he was going to try and make some money when he gets back also, to the future. I don't know if you noticed. I had only noticed it when I was doing the notes. When he gets out of the car, you know how he's like sick? Who? He breaks. When old Biff gets out of the yes. car, yes. he's like sick and he breaks the top of his cane off. That's yeah. because he's evaporating and dying. He's changed the future. He no longer exists. Oh he's my god. He's disappearing in that scene. That's why he's oh. like sick when he gets out. My God, that I is dark. It either. It's fucked That's up. That's dark. So yeah, it changes the future. Because well, also, uh, he, why Biff, didn't? So hold on, I have a plot hole. Of course, this movie's full of plot holes. But when future, when future Biff comes back to the future, it shouldn't have been that timeline. Was that timeline only open because past Marty and Doc were in it? Uh, I don't Does know. that make sense? Why I'm confused there? Nope. Moving on. Because when Marty and <laughs> but when Marty and uh, um, Doc, go back to 1985. It's a different 1985. So that 2015 should have been different too, because it already happened. Uh, maybe the timelines run parallel, and it needed a few minutes. Except to catch this. Up. Except that's the only time this time frame ever does that, because normally it follows like Star Trek rules, where it's a one time space continuum. Well, maybe he was able to get back to his Anyway, 19- this is plot. Oh, no. We haven't talked about the plot yet, and we're almost 10 minutes in. All right, so, so Trump. <laughs> so, the, yeah, yeah, so, Trump. So, so future Biff goes back in time and gives his 1955 self the the sports al- almanac that is all the victories of any sports team, any sport, from 1950 to year 2000. So 50 years of sports day that you can win on gambling from, which is a perfect time travel scam. Yeah. Perfect. And nobody so, gets hurt, actually. Huh? Nobody gets hurt, actually. Well, who gets Jesus hurt? Jesus Christ! Your le- you, your morality levels of evil and good no, are I'm talking about sometimes. making money. That part, Biff does bad things with the money, but no one gets hurt in the scam. Right. Who do you get hurt gambling? No, that's with? a good point. That actually is a decent point. It's not like you're there stopping World War One and like buying war bonds and shit. Like that's fucked. Like something right. like that, or right. like. Um, multiple yeah. other other evil things you could do. So with yeah. So in so in evil timeline 1985, Biff becomes essentially, and they and this isn't a judgment. They did base him off of Donald he's Trump. Trump. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's a weird, twisted, evil version of the the character, and he's married to Lorraine. He killed George McFly back in the 70s. Uh, he, he adopted Marty, all of Lorraine's kids. Like, yeah. He put Marty in like Switzerland in a boarding. Yeah, he put school. Marty in like a, a like a Swiss Swiss like a like finishing school and and just takes care of them honestly which it, it not really well but he in his mind he beats he's the taking shit care of Lorraine of yeah yeah he beats it makes Lorraine dress Lorraine. like a stripper all the time which is cool yeah <laughs> but um so Marty and Doc decide they need to fix this because they do so they go back to 1955 to stop future Biff from giving the almanac to old Biff but Doc's they, in a loony bin too yeah Doc's in the insane asylum um and in 1955 it's 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 kind of they're they're back there back when Marty was there the first time, so it's all a lot of overlapping storylines. The things are happening in the background that we saw the last movie. Uh, Doc ends up helping himself, and you know, almost causing double space the Marty, to continue riffs. Triple the Biff, double the yeah. Doc. 
that's a really good succinct description of it. Yeah. Uh, it's and Marty trying to avoid Marty, trying to avoid George. Marty trying, trying to, to avoid, avoid Marty, Biff. trying to avoid Doc, trying to avoid old Biff, trying to keep old Biff from getting the almanac and failing that. Old being Doc, in his car, using wait, the hoverboard, the clock Doc, tower goes off again. Old Doc, Doc and young Doc hang out, and nothing yeah. happens from that, which is weird. <laughs> they burn the almanac at the end. Doc gets struck by lightning because of the storm, and he's in the sky in DeLorean. That sends the DeLorean through time. Marty instantly... uh, Doc disappears. Yeah, Doc disappears. And then Western Union instantly shows up and gives Marty a letter they've been holding on since 1885. Which is so fucking cool. Which is fucking awesome. And he goes, are you Marty McFly? (laughs) You can help us settle a bet. And Doc says he's been living in the year 1985 for several months at that point, and he is alive. Don't come Uh, after me. And then, uh, if my calculations are correct, Marty, this should get to you right after you see the DeLorean disappear. Yeah. And then he goes and finds old Doc in the 50s, and that's where the movie ends, and they give you a nice little sneak peek of the next uh, time when they're in the Old West. All right, there's your plot. All right, Cast Facts is going to be quick, because we covered this in the first one. Go listen to it Wait, several times. Wait, has any of the same cast members? We went back to the past in the future? <laughs> All right, so we didn't touch on Billy Zane. Who is I know. One of, uh, How did we miss that? Biff's, he's one of Biff's henchmen called uh, Match because he carries a match around in his teeth because he's weird. How fucking creative. He was in Titanic, The Phantom. He's in The Boys. He's in Zoolander, Robot Chicken, Tales from the Crypt, Tombstone, and Twin Peaks. And he's a very small part of this movie. <laughs> I would love to hang out with Billy Zane, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Also, Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers plays Needles. Okay, that's pretty funny. That yeah, also goes, that also goes into the second movie or the third movie where yeah. other musicians are invo- involved. Yep. Uh, he is in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Flea. Didn't know that. Hmm. He's a Baby Driver, The Big Lebowski, Family Guy, American Dad. He's Donnie from Wild Thornberries. Oh my Flea God! From Red really? Hot Chili Peppers is Donnie. And of course, he's in the <laughs> Yeah, that's Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> that's a direct quote from Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so to commemorate the release... So Donnie and Doodle Bob are the same character? (laughs) Pretty much. To commemorate the the release of the 30th anniversary Back to the Future Blu-ray set, uh, they made a short movie called Back to the Future, Doc Brown Saves the World. That had Christopher Lloyd reprising his role of Doc Brown. He Mm. tapes a message explaining how he traveled to the 2040s in a rebuilt DeLorean, and he found out that the hoverboard and hydrated food and stuff caused people to be massively overweight. And so it's (laughs) apparently... And even worse, a glitch in every Mr. Fusion, basically nuclear holocaust at the world, and kills everybody. So it's Wally so he travels, meets Fallout. <laughs> so he travels back in time and prevents all those things from happening, which is why our 2015 is not the same as the 2015 depicted. Okay. So they retconned you know real life. They retconned you know real what? life. That's kind of cool. Right? <laughs> That's kind of cool. Just for the box set, because they do have kind of fun. Uh, Nike has made those shoes. They're called Mags. They're really, really yeah, fucking they made expensive. One set, <laughs> no, they made like thirty, like three hundred sets or something. It was a lot. They're like yeah. ten grand, and you can buy the hats anywhere. I kind of want one actually. Yeah. I want those jackets, the readjusting jacket. <laughs> you just want those to put on your wiener and play with them, because it um, cinches up. It's like an elephant trunk. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Got a glimpse into Z's. Nasty world. Yeah. Anyway, according to Michael um, J. Fox, he found out there was going to be a sequel after he watched the VHS version, and they had the words "to be continued" at the end. He freaked out. Called 
movie. <laughs> he freaked out and called his agent and was like, am I going to be in the fucking sequel or what? He didn't <laughs> even know. Fucking, that sounds very much like an 80s way to make a movie. Yeah. This is actually the first movie Elijah Wood was in. He's one of the two video game boys uh, in the diner at the beginning. Whoa. Hmm? Whoa. Where they're like, this is an old game. You got to use the controller. <laughs> yeah, Elijah Wood. All right, so Crispin Glover Don't sued. Me, Frodo. Crispin Glover sued the filmmakers because he didn't give his permission to use his likeness in part two. Uh, so yeah, he sued and he they settled out of court for seven hundred sixty-five thousand dollars in eighty-five money. Or yeah. this is nineties money at this point. They decided it was cheaper to pay him off than to go to trial, so they just gave him seven hundred sixty-five thousand dollars, and it made all sorts of new rules with the Screen Actors Guild about using actors. That's ridiculous, like, dude. I mean, uh, I don't know, because like, like he wasn't acting in this movie, but they did use. He his was picture. like the old man version, yeah. Yeah, that's that's really weird, because they right. just re- they just reused footage from the first movie, I guess. Yeah. So, well, uh, no, they had some future. They had him in his old man. Remember, he's Christian upside Glover down. Plays uh, George McFly, right? Yeah, he was upside down when he came to visit. Remember, he threw his back out playing golf or whatever. Oh yeah, that wasn't Chris Glover. So oh, that's weird. They got, I didn't notice that. Yeah, that's because he's upside down. Huh? How well do you know someone's face upside down? I don't. I, 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 yeah, exactly. but his voice—the voice is pretty close. So that was yeah. cool. That was interesting. All right, so they filmed this at the same time they filmed Number Three, which came out in 1990. Yeah, um, and. This is sad. It was claimed at the time that in the four years since Back to the Future 1 was made, Michael J. J. Fox forgot how to ride a skateboard. But actually, it was because it was early Parkinson's Parkinson's taking over. They didn't diagnose him with that until 91, so after Back to the Future 3 came out. But that's when he started noticing his motor skills were starting to slip. Yikes. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so did you notice that when 1985 Jennifer comes downstairs in the 2015 house... Uh, she sees her daughter Marlene. Yeah. Did you notice who played Marlene? No, I kept trying to think. I, I, I honestly, I didn't look it up because of the podcast. So it's Michael J. Fox. <laughs> you serious? <laughs> yeah. He's in drag. He's playing Marlene. That's why he has a little female voice like this. I just, I, I wasn't noticing. Maybe I was intoxicated. <laughs> it's Michael oh, J. Fox. My God. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Also. When uh, when he the only line he has as Marlene, he says, Mom, Mom, is that you? It's the same line Marty says when he wakes up and is knocked out in an unfamiliar place every time in the movie. So it's another throwback to the it's Marty or it's it's Michael J. Fox. Holy shit. There is a back gave to his own media that I'm on. Yeah, right they now. gave him his own line to play in drag. <laughs> that's that's fucking so clever. hilarious. All right. Carl Sagan <laughs> considers this the greatest time travel movie ever made. He praised the accuracy in multiple timelines, saying that was how time travel would actually work. And in Back to the Future, that's awesome. <laughs> in the Back to the Future game, Carl Sagan is the alias Doc Brown uses when he goes to Hill Valley in 1931. You know that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, he uses an homage to uh, that's Carl cool. Sagan. All right, so when Biff gets his cane stuck in the DeLorean, he starts to thrash around in pain. Like I said, that was what happened when he faded out of history. Interesting. Now, according to some script uh, drafts, Biff's wife, Marty's mom, was actually shot and killed by by Biff in 1996. And, and apparently there's a deleted scene in the DVD extras that actually you see Biff vanish. So it's it's part of the movie. It's canon. Yeah. 
So, so, Biff's, so essentially, what that what that Biff did is he sacrificed himself for another Biff to live successfully. Spock. <laughs> holy the shit! Of, the needs of other me outweigh holy, the needs. No, of holy current. shit! Though that actually is pretty uh, selfless to kind of. It's selfish and selfless in the same act. Although he probably well, didn't know it was going to work exactly. that way. It's not selfless if you didn't know. It's tragic. <laughs> it's tragic. Eh, it would be if it wasn't Biff. <laughs> I guess no. Even though it is, it's tragic from a human perspective. I guess, but I'm now I'm just overthinking it. Yeah. And now I can't get the idea that Marty McFly was in drag to be his future daughter. That's just it's a ridiculous idea to my head. All right. So Griff's pit bull hoverboard was actually oh. going to be called the Mad Dog initially, which is his, which is Mad Dog Tannen. So it was going to be another reference to Back to the Future Three, but they decided there was too many already. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense because they have because they haven't shown it yet. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale admitted on the DVD commentary that they weren't even going to do a sequel, and that they kind of left it open as a joke, like the ending. Dude, <laughs> and it would have been great the, even if they had just left it alone. It would have been fantastic. Yeah. Well, the studio started talking about making a sequel, so they're like, "Shit!" So they had to jump back in it. <laughs> So and I literally have to the, take back what I said on the yeah. first fucking podcast is, man, I'm really glad they planned it all out ahead of time, yeah. not just get and the so, money for it. Well, to be fair, they jumped on it and said, we don't we can't do one sequel. We're doing two, yeah, which is awesome. Fair. At least they did what they had to. Yeah. Um, and when they were planning it, uh, they didn't know how to deal with Jennifer. So that's why she just knocked him. He knocked her out because at the end of the movie, Jennifer wasn't <laughs> supposed to come to the future with the ideas they had. <laughs> So they're like, what do we do, Jennifer? Uh, knock her out and fucking put her somewhere. Uh, yeah, I mean, when you write yourself in a corner, you kind of got to get yourself out of exactly. it, Exactly. Right? I mean, they didn't All expect right. to keep going. Yeah, so the biggest effect in the movie is a camera trick called a Vista Glide. There's four scenes that use it. It's uh, all the scenes when they're talking to themselves. So it's like a mirror technique that they oh, invented. Yeah, yeah, movie, yeah. I think the four scenes that were shot were Griff and Biff in the nineteen or the eighties cafe in 2015, mm-hmm. uh, the dinner sequence in 2015. The 1955 Biff talking to 2015 Biff in a garage, and Marty McFly's playing three characters in that scene. Yeah, yeah. and 1955 <laughs> Doc talking with 85 Doc. So, yeah. in order to do the dinner sequence, like we were just talking about the camera had to be divided into thirds because Michael J. Fox had to play his older play self, three of the characters, and Marlene. his daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, and you. <laughs> If you actually watch it really closely in the garage scene, you'll see Biff's hand kind of disappear because he went over like the mirror part. So his hand just disappears because he went too far. Uh huh. All right. So Carrie Size Mazco is one of Biff's cronies. Uh, he's called 3D. He's the one that has 3D glasses on. So in 1955, he has the paper kind that were from the 50s movies. In 1985, he has real sunglasses with red and blue lenses. I don't know if you actually see them, but that's how little the details were. Okay, it's pretty interesting. Because right, in the future, so, they're the paper ones because they're in that fifties, that eighties cafe, or whatever. Well, yeah, he just wears them. They're like sunglasses that he's had huh. made. Interesting. All right, so uh, in this movie, you see nineteen eighty five Doc Brown talking nineteen fifty five Doc Brown. Yeah, wearing a trench coat and a hat. Uh, if you look really carefully in the original and Back to the Future, you can see a guy walking away wearing that same setup. I was hoping that'd be true. He was a throwaway. They didn't mean to have him in there, but, but when they, they used watched it. it with a That's fucking... why I respect these creators so fucking much. They went dude. back with a fine tooth comb and were like, "Hey, that can be a." Uh, and said, put, "We can make this. Yeah, they, we can make this a continuous thing, yeah. and just make them Easter eggs for." Oh, that's super cool. So the whole plot line of George McFly being dead in 1985 was based on Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover not wanting to do the sequel. So they why just didn't he not him. want to be a part of it, man? It's so weird. 
All right, so when Hill Valley was created for the 1955 thing and they blew it all up, essentially, <laughs> they had to reshoot everything back on that same lot, and mm-hmm. it cost more for them to clean it up and restore it than it did to build it the first time. Well, scratch. that's used. I mean, that makes sense. Just, yeah, that's that's yeah. funny. All right, so when they talk about Jaws 19, when Marty first comes to the future. Jaws 35. <laughs> it's Jaws 19. Oh, uh, is it? Yeah, when it tries to bite him and it says, this is this time it's really, really personal. Uh, there was a cut of the movie that had the taglines for all 19 movies. <laughs> oh, but Jesus. They say that Max Spielberg is the producer. Max was actually born in 85 when the first movie came out. Uh, and <laughs> Spielberg also came up with Marty's response that says the shark still looks fake because Spielberg is always frustrated about how Bruce, the mechanical how fake shark, the shark looks. looks. He always bugged him, so he made Marty say it in the movie. <laughs> that's funny. Critiquing himself, and that's just fucking awesome. That's hilarious. All right, if you look really closely at the shirt that Doc's wearing during this movie, it's got cowboys on horseback and a train. It's what? It's got uh, cowboys on horseback and a train on the shirt he's wearing in this movie, if you look really closely. Oh, my God. Which is, you know, getting ready to set up for the third one. That's hilarious. All right, several shows from the 80s are actually in the television on TVs and cafe 80s including Family Ties and Taxi which starred Michael J Fox and Christopher Lloyd. Whoa. <laughs> right? That's meta as fuck and I love it. If you look Holy really shit. close, if you look really really close at the entrance to the Biff Tannen Museum, there's a sign that says smoking required. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, I love it so right, much. So I love these movies. Production of this movie and Back to the Future 3 were delayed three years because Robert Zemeckis was too busy making Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Hey, fantastic film. Right? All <laughs> right, last one. Flea was touring with Red Hot Chili Peppers when he uh, was in this movie. So he had to fly basically from the show to the movie shoot back and forth and only got like two hours sleep for like months on end. Apparently, he shot all his scenes in one day and then flew back to the tour that night. Uh, but he had to keep coming back for various shit. And Man. he said pretty much he doesn't even remember most of it, except that he lost a sweater his grandmother knitted him when he was going to shoot his scenes. And he's only seen the trilogy one time at the premieres. Fuck, dude. What's the point, dude? <laughs> You're going to be in the best, one of the best trilogies ever made and you see it one time. Yeah, that seems like a waste. Well, there's your trivia. We'll be back in a minute with some fan fun facts or whatever. Fan theories. Fem fun facts. Sure. (laughs) All right. So this one's dark and I love it. It's kind of a Morty (laughs) moment versus a Marty moment. All right. So when they are in the tunnel, he's trying to get the sports almanac back and he's riding the Mattel hoverboard and shit. When he's on Biff's car. Yeah. He's riding Biff's car and Biff's trying to kill him. So at one point they're in this long tunnel. There's nowhere to go. And at the end, Doc Brown drops a rope at the very yeah. end at a very opportune second. Very and specific that's, moment. That's when he grabs it and escapes. Now, how does he know to do that? The theory is that Marty's already been killed <laughs> many, many times. He's been killed a little bit after that in the future. And Doc knows where to drop the rope to save him because that's like the only it's it's like a. Yeah. If you doctor, think about it, the it's like a Doctor Strange fail. moment. Like you have to the one in a million thing. Yeah. Yeah, the one, one the, the, I've seen 4,787,000 yes. different futures. The, or whatever the only the fuck way it is. that Marty survives is if Doc drops a rope right there. Yeah, and if he, so, yeah. so the Marty-Morty thing is that if this were Rick instead of Doc Brown, he would have told Morty, you've died 17 times doing this already. <laughs> more, Where, more, Morty, you've, you've died 117 times doing this. Yeah, so Rick, you or, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, 
Doc Brown is not as insensitive, so he just never tells Marty that he's died several times doing this. Well, if you may, if you think about it, this is a funny fan fan kind of a theory I just thought of. They can't literally they literally can't fail because they have access to a working time machine. So they're predestined to win. Doc has access to a a working time machine in Back to the Future Two, which means they can't fail because they can just keep redoing the shit they fail. So they're basically stuck in a repeating loop until they and do the it right. And the fact that this is so it's almost a Groundhog Day scenario. Yeah, for they're Doc. in purgatory. Yeah, they have to succeed. To and it's escape. probably, I mean, like if you think about this one, when Marty, everything Marty does in this one is accidentally good. It's not accidentally good. We're just seeing the millionth time they've done it. The millionth time they've done it, and Doc has been affecting it. I'm thinking you're right. Marty dies in every single one of them, except Doc for this die in one. Some of them too. Who knows? Yeah, because Marty can go back, and now that the yeah. time machine runs on bananas and soda, <laughs> it's 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 an infinite use. Unless, of course, that creates the nuclear holocaust that Doc has to fix later. Also, I was thinking, what if uh, you know when Jennifer's like laying in the trash heap, what if you stuffed her into a Mister Fusion? Uh, lots of power, I guess. <laughs> would she provide more power than a banana peel? I would think so. I wouldn't think that at all. It's all just organic matter. Humans have lots of calories, though, if it's calorie based. I don't think it is. I, I don't know. I have well, no idea. Fusion, if it's burning stuff, then calories have to come somewhere into the equation, you I guess. I, fusion. <laughs> well, uh, banana peels have a lot of radiation, too. No, they bananas, don't. <laughs> bananas, yeah, bananas are a form of ra- measuring radiation, I think. You can measure radiation in bananas. They have a trihelix DNA structure. That has nothing to do with radiation. I don't think bananas have anything to do with radiation. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. You got a fan theory? <laughs> Moving on. I, I again, the fan theory I just I kind of just threw out there is that they actually redid this section. This this part of the movie was the only successful time they did it. And to your point of your theory, Marty keeps dying or the plan keeps fucking up. But they have a working time machine this time, so there's really no stakes in this one. Yeah. If you think there about you go. it, what's your favorite movie or favorite part of Back to the Future Two? Oh man, I like. My favorite part is probably n- n- evil 1985. <laughs> how it's how it's it's like an anarchist paradise, <laughs> but it's like you know, the 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 principals like oh you're the one who's been stealing my newspaper. He's about to shoot Marty's head off. It's like holy shit! <laughs> like yeah. they really took it like again. Like I always like I always say this kind of shit when it's real good sci-fi. It always takes it to its extreme place. So let me give you my least favorite as a direct response uh, confrontation yeah to that um i don't understand why they have to keep everything contained in hill valley <laughs> why would biff make a fucking casino in hill valley california because biff is an a idiot dick? biff is an idiot but he's a rich canonically idiot. he's an idiot yeah but he's a rich idiot i mean his family has been there so since 1885 neurons. his family's been there for a hundred years why would he keep hanging out in hill valley if not to, he wants a sentimental reason to him. If he wants you know? to seduce Lorraine, sure. But like, once you do that, why would you build your casino in Hill Valley? Why not? To, because they wanted to film in the same set. Is why. I, why no, what I I'm really, saying, like, I, I hear, I hear your point. Like, if you're that rich, go somewhere where there's already a casino. You could, you know, do stuff. I, with, I'm just saying like, that these movies never left Hill Valley ever. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool and part of the joke. It's interesting, but it doesn't make any real sense. But I do hear it. you there. That doesn't make how any long real does, sense. How long does like three separate families 
stay in the same area for 100 yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, literally, my I'm first generation where I am now. Like, my dad was born somewhere else. My mom was born somewhere else. Exactly. And their parents were born other places. That's typical. So if you really America. think about it, it doesn't make any sense from that perspective. So that's my least favorite no, part. That, is that, no, that makes sense. I, I, I would like you. to see it go out and about a little more. Low budget. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. All right. What's your least favorite part? Um, you know, the 1955 when uh, Biff's uh, cronies are chasing Marty. Yeah. And like, they're like, hey, he's changed clothes. Hey, now, how is on stage? What the fuck? They're really Those guys stupid. are fucking retarded. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm using that word because yeah. it only, it's the only one that fits. Billy Zane, like, you idiot. <laughs> we're going to beat the shit out of him, but we're going to wait till he's off stage to do it first. Yeah. And it, it's it just, it caused a lot. It wait, caused wait, wait, 20 wait, minutes wait, of movie wait, wait, drama wait, wait. that didn't need to wait, be there. No, retcon. That makes sense. Because you remember, I don't remember if it was, it had to have been in the first two movies. At one point, they tried to fight the jazz guys. Well, no, they were, they put Marty in their trunk and they all got out. I was like, hey, we didn't uh-huh. want to fight any reefer addicts. Yes, but the thing is, they're scared of them. So that's why they won't go up on stage because the. Yeah, but they're going to beat him when they get, when he get right off stage and the jazz guys are all there and can stop him. Yeah, but he could split off. They don't want to beat him up in front of those guys because they're scared of those guys. Yeah, it, but they're hanging out to the side where they can all see him. I get it. I'm I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But it's also still stupid. Whatever. Okay. There's an in world <laughs> explanation for everything, though, if you really listen. Okay. Okay. Fine. What's your favorite part? Oh, all the cool shit that we're supposed to have in 2015 that we don't. Yeah. You no, missed out. That's good. That's hoverboards. Self adjusting. Yeah. The jackets, only fucking slash... hoverboards we got blow up in airports, right? I think I already made that joke, but yeah. <laughs> we're in back to Mr. the future. Mr. Fusion. Uh, holographic hats. We do have those. Self lacing shoes. <laughs> Flying cars. Self drying clothes. Yeah, I mean, come on. We do have, like, I got an air fryer the other day, so that's kind of similar to their little fri- their little uh, <laughs> Pizza Hut microwave thing. So, like, some of it is coming along clunkily, <laughs> slowly and clunkily into the future, but that's we're fine. not where we're we gonna, need to be. We're going to pull these ideas out of the ether if we call them kicking and screaming into reality. <laughs> yes. So, there's that. But, um, well, yeah, that's uh, Back to the Future, too. Yeah, honestly, there's a lot we could say on this movie, but we have a whole third movie to get into, and then we can just wrap it all up into one nice, neat little bow. There you go. So tune in next week or whenever we release it. (laughs) We haven't decided yet. Back to the future. Two. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to The Fluent Nerd. You can join us next week. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Fluent Nerd. If you like what you heard, go ahead and leave us a five-star review wherever you're getting your podcasts and tell your friends about us. Like, seriously, text one right now or shout if you happen to be in public. You can send your feedback, show ideas, or behind-the-scenes stories at thefluentnerd at gmail.com. And we want to give a very special thanks to our musical talent, Sean Ryan. Check him out on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook. We'll see you guys next week. All right, then leave and take your book with you. (laughs) (laughs) Butthead. (laughs) 